Update with Cheese and the Tugboat. Cheese, I thought we would, uh, since we've been kind of hiatusing, hiatusing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm sure that's a real word. Pretty sure that's like a news anchor on the CBC, but... Since we've been hiatusing, no, that's Ian Hanamancing. <laughs> that's pretty close. That's pretty close. Since we've been Hannah Mansing since <laughs> <laughs> mid-March or so. No, probably late February. Yeah. Who knows what spice. March was busy. March was madness. There was madness in March. Unbridled, pure, rage-filled madness. Yeah, you probably, listeners probably had madness for the lack of conversations. Yep, sitting there shaking their fist at their phones with the app open, because if the app isn't open, you're just hating your phone. Yeah, and then if you accidentally had it on the Whip app, you would be making that noise while you're shaking your <laughs> Or the gun one. There's a gun one that's like... <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring that in public at all. It's classic sound effects with cheese in the tugboat here. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, we were, we were busy, so we just didn't do anything. But we <laughs> thought we would give you an update just to fill you in on... The nothing that we were doing. What we were busy with. Ah. Oh, um, I mean, a lot of the tugboat stuff is captured semi-daily on the musings at thetugboat.ca. So check that out, obviously, yep. if you haven't. There's good. Apparently the writing style is similar to the writer who wrote The Martian. That's, uh, that's a critical review that we've gotten. From two glasses of wine. Yep. And she only had one glass of vodka full to the top like a juice glass that's not true it's a martini would you call that a martini it was a martini glass but like the drink would you call that like a cranberry martini or like a cosmo crantini i don't know anything about yeah it. is crantini that sounds like a thing no that's a thing oh, okay basically you can put like any short form of a fruit and put teeny at the end and it's a uh, like, I mean, logic would tell me that that just means a smaller version of that like fruit. An ap- like an apple teeny or a... a teeny apple. It's like Pear a... Pear teeny. Small. Or a... Yeah. Le- lychee? Lychee? What's those new berries that everyone's into? Like the cutting-edge berry people? Yeah, goji. Go- goji berries. Goji teeny? Goji teeny? Yeah, gauge teeny? Gauge teeny. Like a weird. god teeny, that's what... God teeny? God's fruit is the goji berry. That's not true at all. Mm. God's fruit is who knows what spice. Uh, it's the one that, it's the apple that mm. Eve ate. Or is that the serpent's fruit? Oh. It's too Sunday to be talking about the Lord. <laughs> so, Cheese, what have we been up to? You, uh, do, you do one, I'll do one. Okay. Oh. Cheese went to Vancouver and Whistler to ski. Ski and cheese. Shredding. I was shredding. Shredding cheese. I was shredding. Shredding yeah. cheese. Cheese was shredding in, uh, in BC. <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, anything of note happen while you were out there? Yes. Because last time you went to BC, you got engaged, correct? Yes. So this time we went out, we stayed married. So that was an event. Boom. And uh, to prove the strength of our marriage, we went and did one of those escape room things on one of the days where there was... 140 kilometer hour winds up on the top of the mountain. That so we, feel, feels above average. Yeah, we didn't we didn't ski that day. Um, no shredding. No, it was blowing too hard. It blocked cheese. 
So we went to escape room and we got out with 45 seconds left. Ooh. And I will tell you, that is the most fun thing. Yeah, I did. I did one too. Yeah? Yeah. I did think, you have fun? Did we talk about it already? Yeah, loads of fun. Oh, it's so fun. I went with my Italian friend, and uh, she and the brown one, and we got out. We had, like, four minutes left. Yeah. But we didn't know it was the end. We thought there was, like, another room that we had to solve before we could open the door to get outside. Civilization. Every room, one of us inevitably would just try the door just to see if they accidentally forgot to lock it. Yeah. And then... Yeah, this one just, like, turned the thing, and then we were outside, and we're like, uh, what? And the girl, like, came running out. She's like, oh, oh, you made it so fast. I looked away from the camera for, like, two minutes. And she brought us a little trophy and yeah. our medal. Would you, you, like, you didn't solve it? You just tried the door and it was open? Oh, there was no, that was it. Like, there was, the last room was just, like, you're supposed to wait in there, and they come and let you out. Like, there's no puzzles or anything. There's just a bunch of 80s stuff. That's stupid. Well... We did, like, five rooms, like, to get yeah. to that. Yeah, I guess that's true. And uh, there was, like, a clock in that room, and we're like, Bleh! Yeah. So it's... That's probably the optimum amount of people that you had. We had, like, six or seven, so it's like, that's where you get, like, all kinds of, Side like, uh, two glasses of wine's uh, brother there just gets in. Like, there's no thought process whatsoever. He just starts going in, starts turning stuff or switching yeah. stuff, which... Sometimes it was helpful, but a lot of the times it'd be like, okay, like, I can't even read the clues because you're just bouncing around. I know we got into one part and, like, two people went into, there was a bathroom in this, and there was, like, a fence across. It was kind of neat. But it was uh, just a bathroom. Well, I guess. It wasn't an escape room. Somebody, yeah, good luck escaping (laughs) from it. Somebody I know from work did that same one, and they said when they were in the bathroom, the guy, one of the guys was trying to, like, flush something down the toilet or like take the toilet off and the like the voice had to come on and be like don't uh, do sir don't put anything in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> but we uh two people went in there and the other two kind of did and there was like three locks to get to the next part and we worked as two little teams and just mm. pop, pop, we flew through flew through the course like yeah. birds in the sky what okay what so what happened else of note in your oh like like the whole thing was was really fun and everything. Um, we got to see some people like go down through the trees and like just go off like thirty foot cliffs and stuff, and just like land in huge amounts of powder and just big puff cloud of snow would go up and, and they would never just, seen again. No, they would rise through the snow like a phoenix. Rise up, rise up, go down all the powder. I would. You would never find me doing that. What the par- parachute club? Well, no, I would do that. Yeah. Not actually parachuting, but singing the song. Singing the song by Parachute Club. Yeah, no, like, it was it was insane. And I almost saw a guy, like, just die doing that. Like, he, he, he basically went off backwards by accident Ooh. and had to do some weird flips in the air to kind of keep safe. And it did, was how, really cool to watch. Do people die, like, regularly Appar- in that? Apparently, one person died the week after we left because they got stuck in one of those things. It's like, I think it's called like a tree well, where there's just snow up and around a tree and you like fall into it. And then all the snow just like comes in over top of you because like the tree prevents the snow from really like packing down right, deep. Right. So it's just around the trees. So the so yeah, snow they is fell higher than the, the trees. Yeah. So they like fell in, well, like they felt not higher than the tree, but like, 
um, part of the tree. Like under, it's underneath the tree, but I think like you fall in there, and there's like snow, kind of around the, the right. side like this, right. and you fall in, and since it's lightly packed, you like take out this snow, so that the snow on top yeah. just starts caving in on top of you, and you just suffocate and die. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, so that didn't happen while I was there, but well, apparently it happened after. But yeah, people do die. I'm glad you didn't have to witness a death on your vacation. I'm glad too. And we also heard like they did like avalanche things, like to prevent avalanches, they'd make like big like boom. Oh, to pre avalanche. Yeah, exactly to control it before you go up, which is good that they do that, but also kind of concerning that like you know it's a real risk. What if they? Yeah. What if the guy at the switch fell asleep, and then they forgot to pow the snow? That wouldn't happen. That's not how things. Why is he drink coffee? No, like they would like lots of coffee. No, it'd be it'd be safe. So you'd like to think so. But over overall, great trip. Saw a couple friends in Vancouver. Vancouver is very beautiful. The Dean. The housing is very expensive. Was uh, Did you run into the G unit while you were there? No. How about... He's uh, clearly in the wilderness. Yeah. He lives, like, in the heart of the city. Really? Yeah. What about the Dean? Yeah, that's who I was on. Oh, good. Good. I hope the dean's listening. He's definitely he's not. Definitely not. He's, a he's doctor. way too smart. He's doctoring. Um, what did you get up to, tugboat? I also went on a trip the same week, weirdly, and we didn't know that we were gonna be taking simul trips. Simul trips. Oh, I like that. Sounds like a nasal spray, though. Simul, simul tri- trips. Yeah, so you can shoot both nostrils at the same time. Simul drips would be. Yeah. No, the tugboat went down to uh, to the Florida state in America citrus capital of the world saw it's kind of a, I saw a little bit of the seedy underbelly of Florida um, stayed in a retirement community and by that I mean a trailer park for old people mm-hmm. in a double wide it was pretty nice yeah yeah it's not bad the double wide was the same size to the foot of my childhood home yeah not counting the basement uh, my parents had stayed there and for some reason measured it because they're weird like that. Trailers get a bad rep. They're not, like, they're, awful. Well, I think it's more the people that live in the trailers in general, not in the retirement homes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so there was a committee of folks that organized and ran the park who were pretty terrifying and ridiculous. Um, the America. age... No, this was just more... We've worked as public servants our whole life, and now we have a modicum of power, so we will rule supremely over all members of the park. Mm. Um, they cite you for things like your driveway's too dirty, and if you don't remedy the situation in seven days, you get kicked out of the park. Whoa. So you buy a trailer for somewhere between fifteen and 30000 usually, and you pay your 6000 a year in lot fees. That I'm assuming someone collects in their underwear drunk as hell at 8 a.m. But uh, you do your lot fees and then you can just get kicked out on a whim because they don't like the way you've uh, hung your curtains. So they just pick on you. And I wasn't allowed to use the pool tables or shuffleboard or the pool or anything because I was under 35. That's the age they have. And you're not allowed to use the golf course unless you're over 55. So... 
Yeah. Did a lot of not in the park activities. That's really weird. It's the it's 35. Like rever- it's like is, reverse discrimination. Yeah, it's such an arbitrary age. Like, yeah. Well, if you're 34, the chances that you'll destroy the pool tables are really high. Yeah. But once you get 35. Super responsible. Like 25, I could see as a pivotal age, like yeah. car insurance age. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Like yeah. at 18 or whatever, 16, they allow you to begin driving and all that kind of stuff. Yet at 35 yeah. is the age where you start responsible yeah. enough to, to, to use to a, have pool a shuffleboard table shuffleboard. Pool, pool table. So they'll let me drive in the park and potentially run over but they numerous won't let old people, but they won't let me use. Drive on the golf course. Yeah. They won't let you hit drive. Oh, I've, still let got, you drive. I've still got like 35 years before I'm allowed oh to golf goodness. there. So weird. That's too many years. Um, no, I saw Tiger Woods' home. Well, I saw his gate. His gate? It is a beautiful gate. The Tiger's gate. Uh, I saw, um, the what's the great white shark's name? Greg Norman. Greg Norman, yeah. I saw his gate, which was much more inviting and was open. Oh. Just screaming for me to go in for lunch. Um, we went to a, play, a nature preserve called the Blowing Rocks. Phenomenal. Really cool. I sat there. I could have sat there all day, but I would have burned up. Like Yeah. I think I visited every craft store in Florida. Uh, Which is a lot. I went to a gun range slash retail gun outlet where they had just so many guns. Like, it, it, they just look like toys, but then they have some that you're that are just on the counter and just, here, feel how this feels. And they have, like, little lady guns with, like, pink designer things on them, and then they have, like, full-on Dirty Harry, like, 357 Magnums Jeez. and Desert Eagle. All, like, every all gun. All things they rap about in rap music. Yep, yep, they sell they them. They have AKs? Yep. They had AKs, they had M16s, they had sniper rifles with, Pistols. like, a... Pistols? Did they, they have GATs? Did they have Uzis? Uh, not there, but they did at uh, Bass Pro. So when you're Uzis deer hunting and, and you want to really take down, light up. say there's like 15 deer in one spot and you need to kill all of them, you can just spray them with an Uzi and good to go. Um, so that was scary. but uh, And then you America. think, like they, the guns only cost between like 300 and some of the more expensive were like 1200 It's pretty reasonable. But you're walking around, and you just don't want to have a disagreement with anybody because they probably have a gun on them. Um, important part of the trip, though, was I crossed off the one of the last remaining items on my near-term bucket list, visit the Olive Garden and eat there. My God. We went for lunch, so it wasn't a full, like, artery-closing experience. But the soup... God, the soup. So good. It was good soup. Oh, chicken gnocchi soup. Good night. Shut the front door. Improv troop. Um, yeah, delicious. Unbelievable. My goodness. Um, so that got crossed off the list. Um, so I feel like you're not doing the bucket list thing properly. <laughs> no, you, it's like you super got, easily I like to set, goals. set attainable goals. Go to Scotland and Ireland. Check. Eat it, Olive oh, Garden. Kind of Check. Tough, yeah. Ready for death. <laughs> you could have waited to your deathbed and had it ordered in or something like that. It wouldn't be the same. Come on. It's 
You yeah. gotta have the dine-in experience. No, it would have been exactly the same. Those restaurants are set up so that the food tastes exactly the same you know, everywhere you're you go. You're high on life. You don't even know what you're talking about. Crazy fool. That's weird. But yeah, I lived a retired life. I was waking up uh, before 6 a.m., going for a walk before the sun got up. Complaining about everything. Yep, getting super bitter about stuff, shaking my fist at kids. Great. I'm well suited for retirement. Watching curling and CNN in the evening exclusively. So true. When I went to Florida one time to visit my grandparents, we stayed in the trailer park, and that's what we did a lot. I think we actually literally watched <laughs> curling like a lot. Yeah, every night, the Northern Ontario rink would play at like 7, and we would yeah. watch it and then check on CNN and go to bed at 9.30. After a delicious dinner, 5 o'clock meal at the Steak no, and Shake. No, they were very conscious about not doing the yeah, early senior. bird. Yeah. Because they, they're young for the, that park, so they don't mm -hmm. want to buy in yet. Um, we did eat at Steak and Shake, and it yeah. is ridiculously cheap. Yeah. For a full meal, it's like four ninety nine. Oh, jeez. For everything. Like, it's like $10 Canadian, though. Well, yeah. Not as much now, but... What else did you get up to, Cheese? Just worked a lot. Yeah. I uh, bought a guitar stand. Been playing some more guitar lately. Yeah, because you're, you got it out in the open now. Yeah, shredding again. Shredding on the guitar. Yeah, shredding shred. on the slopes. I've just been just shredding. Shredding cheese. Shredding work. Shredding, shredding documents work. at work. Definitely. Um, kind of went on like a little bit of. A, I've been teaching more improv. But I've been on a little bit of a hiatus as far as performance goes. There just hasn't been as many. But we did go to do a show um, at a curling club. There was a bond school going on. And, man, we went on at 9 o'clock. And everybody was just loaded. loaded. And not like... <laughs> there's a difference, honestly. Like, there's people... Like, there's different types of drunk, obviously, based on what you drink. But there's another type of drunk between a... This is a weekend sort of binge that people don't do very often. Versus, like, alcoholic drunk. Which is, like... A whole other level yeah. of, of drunk, and uh, it takes more for them to get drunk too. There was that going on. It was just like a small town north of uh, where we're at, and just oh my goodness, no, it's like south actually, you know, south northwest, northwest. But like it was, yeah, cheese has spatial problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like it was, it was ridiculous, and the show was like okay but it's really hard when everybody's just like so like there's drunk a, and yelling at there's you there's a definite sweet spot of drunkenness when you're trying to perform so <laughs> anyways but it was good times it was good times yeah i i did the work part i did that quite a bit but i'm really i got good at really just five o'clock that's it it's done you're gonna phone me after that i'll probably take your call but i'll be like super short and uh, see, I'm going to actually, like, disagree with what the tugboat's saying here, because when you go home, what do you do that's work-related, in a way? Well, I work in my home office, no. so... No. Yeah, in the winter? No, the video game. Oh, well, I was going to get to that next. Yeah, well, you can get it to it now, because yeah. I'm segueing into it. Okay. He can't leave work at work, because when he goes home, he goes and starts playing a video game. What is it, what is it called, tugboat? Farm Simulator 15. What is it, tugboat? farm similar but that's just you don't know what i do I, yeah you're, a, you're, you can't get enough good farming done at work so you just go yeah, home and I start don't, farming i don't get to farm on the internet i don't get no it's not online on the it's pc offline. it's the pc it's full pc i did build a computer too i guess we should probably say that because i bought that game and my computer wouldn't run it so i had to build a new one that would run it 
cost me about $600 to play a $30 video game. Just like farming. It's like the Ontario government. They just, you know, this is a good idea. Let's try this. Oh, man, this is going to cost us like $600 billion. Well, we said we would do it, so let's just do it. Got to do it. Come deliver on those promises. Windmills. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's a problem. Tugboat has a problem. So first, I will address your previous comment. My job work part is not farming, it's agricultural research. So the game is full on farming. So I make all my own decisions, I can do whatever I'd like, I get to have animals. I'm currently making silage so I can sell it to a biodiesel plant. It's very cutting edge stuff. Mm. So yeah, the problem is if I finish work at say 4.25, I decide I'm done for the day. I'll turn the game on, and then usually there's usually one little interruption like a few hours later, but it feels like 10 minutes later where somebody will phone or I'll have to pee or something yeah. stupid like that. But uh, yeah, more or less I'll just play it straight through until I re something will, I'll just realize, hey, I should probably think about going to bed, and I'm like, wow, that's probably only 10 o'clock. Well, it's one thirty. oh no! He's losing the track of time. He oh. is... Uh, it's affecting his sleep patterns. Big time. He sometimes prefers to live inside the game as opposed to actual reality. It's all I dream about now. <laughs> it's all I dream... It's, uh, Tugboat's got a problem. I, I think about things that I should be doing in the game when I'm asleep. And then when I wake up, I'm thinking about... I think I'm in love. Cause I go to bed thinking about it. When I wake up, I'm thinking about it. Tugboat. When I'm not around it, I feel empty. Tugboat's a tender. He just needs to tend to, to something. It's one of those, like, all the stuff you do is super innocuous. Like, you're driving back and forth on a field, like, super boring. But you have the ability to raise, like, your stats a little bit. So, like, your income or, or your equipment quality. So, just those little incremental things combined with a... That aren't real. Really innocuous tasks. They're not real. I love that. That's why I love my Fitbit so hard, because you get to track these little small improvements. Run the numbers, the graphs. I how's love it, it. How's the Fitbit going? It's, it's going. I'm hitting my goal. 6,000 steps, but apparently I can still be sedentary. Yeah. So, sentient? It's not about how much you move, it's about how much you lounge. How often that you move. That de depends on, on your You can't just do one big sesh and yeah. uh, get all your activity for the day. you got to be all day active. Yeah, so. see, like, Cheese prefers the first. Yeah, so if you... Go swim at 6 in the morning and uh, just pump it out. Pump it, pump really it out. Really hard, and then the rest of the day just go home and waste time. Smoke cigarettes on the back deck and... Eat That's croissants. Not anywhere yeah, but near you what could, I do. You totally I, could do that. Yes, hypothetically. If yeah. you had a budget for cigarettes, which yeah. no one does. Yeah. But so, for, so, yeah, for me, I. Uh, so since we've last conversed, tugboats developed an addiction, and learned what it was learned what it was like to be an old person. Yep. And uh, cheese was just shredding, shredding life. Fully shredded the whole time. So cut. So that's what we've been up to. Um, if you did anything of note, put it in the comments. Yeah. You won't, but 
we're going to keep telling you to yeah, do it. And like, we'd love to say that we would love to hear what you're up to, but... Well, we know we won't, so we that makes us so. not care as much. Just for yourself. Just let, just do a little reflection on yourself. GRP commented, said he was going to fight the estimator in the comments. Oh. They had a date and a time and everything. I wonder if that ever happened. I'm guessing no, because no, they're both cause, like, the not in jail. The fight was probably estimated, and then just never really... And it was, like, a year ago now. Yeah, so... But they're probably both screaming at their radios and their trucks right now as they listen to this. Yeah. Like, that never happened! Ah! Change the name to Instigator instead of the Estimator. Yeah, we could. He does instigate some stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's probably good. Yeah. Probably just Shut it down. We're going to converse now. Okay. Bye-bye. Conversations.